Yes, we are back for a, a second episode movie. of Inspirational Crits, a D&D game where a group of friends, uh, we sit around and I try to make my friends cry with dice, by rolling dice. I've succeeded a couple times already. I know. Uh, yeah, well, more like make you cry or curse by rolling dice. Oh, curse is almost constant. Mm -hmm. So we'll go ahead and we'll go around and we'll introduce ourselves. We do not have an Alex yet. Uh, but Alex plays Trayvok Frostbeard, a dwarf barbarian who has a fire hammer and is very proud of his wizard son in wizard school. Yes, and also adopted wizard son in wizard school, who is adopted, but not even <laughs> really adopted. He has a family, like... Pseudo-adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Pseudo Basically, Trayvok kidnapped this kid and put him in wizard school. I think True. stolen would be the better word from what I'm hearing. Uh, Asked us to escort him, and he we ran away. He ran away from home. Escorted him. <laughs> we literally did no kidnapping or stealing of the sort. Look, say whatever you want. It sounds like you stole a kid. All right, geek. Hi, I'm yeah. geek. I play Victor Vetinari, a College of Gl no College of Eloquence bard, uh, who is out traveling the world trying to restore his family, and also. Uh, was set out looking for some heroes, and he's pretty sure he found them. We're, we're definitely the good guys, right? Ninety <laughs> percent sure on that. Guys. Havoc. I'm Havoc. I play Yakris, the Dragonborn Paladin. I am currently making a ring for my lover, and uh, I'm here to free slaves and kick ass. All right, uh, Abby. I'm very upset that Victor didn't mention that he has an owl. Oh yeah, Ooh. recent recent owner of an owl. Recent owner of an owl. <laughs> How does it well, to me? okay, you know what? Y'all stole a kid. I stole an owl. So All right. That's fair. Abby, who do you play? Oh, hi. I'm Charlie. I play a spooky bard who talks to the spirits and has a little skeleton um, that I use to spell fast cast from, and I talk to it a lot. Um, I'm a, I can make myself look like anything and anyone I want to be. Um, I'm literally the, my parents told me I could be anything, so I can be anything. And Victor and I are childhood friends and we were once engaged. Uh, and it was broken up. It's TV decided. All right. We'll do Aaron next then. All right. I'm Aaron. I play Saleya Moonflower, who is a princess of Evermeet. Now second in line to the throne after her, both her parents are dead. And pretty much I'm hunting down the asshole that laid siege to my country and you know, murdered my mother and also trying to get back to uh, my lover who he's pretty much holding captive. It's also his sister. It's it's pretty fucky. It's not his sister. It's his cousin. Cousin. It's his cousin. 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 I keep forgetting <laughs> it's cousin and not sister. Cousin. Don't forget you're the exiled princess. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I might also be a little bit exiled for- A little bit ex- How is somebody a little bit exiled? <laughs> yeah, you can come back on holidays. Exiled yeah, exactly. Now? We also have uh, Tiffany, who plays uh, Soteria. She is a water genasi sorcerer, uh, currently in the process of going back to her hometown of Luskin to try to free her best friend and stop a terrible- uh, something that might be going down Was it uh human sacrifice or something you don't know that latos is a uh human druid 
Uh, he is currently in the process of trying to figure out his past, as the only thing that he can remember is when he was a young child, he woke up in a forest and a druid helped raise him. And he has a ring, and that's his only clue to his past. And then last but not least, we have Eddie. He plays Okta, a female tiefling ranger, questioning her path in life and where it's supposed to lead her or not lead her and killing undead along the way. Uh, I also realized that last time that we played, I didn't introduce myself. Hi, I'm Joey, the Reaper of Souls, the Breaker of Dreams, and the Bringer of Tears. I am the, the DM. So. And the maker of gay marriages. And the maker of gay marriages, yes. There's probably going to be at least two in this campaign. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, the last time that we played, you guys left Evermeet on an airship, which was not the path I had intended for y'all to take, but, you know, <laughs> it's when do, when do players ever follow what the DM sets in front of them? Literally never. So, it's fine. You took an airship. An owl found you, and... I stole it. And yes, and Victor stole it. It had a note and a sending stone for Saleya, and it was a sending stone to Elzalore. She called Elzalore on it. Elzalore said, hey, tell your fuck of a friend, stop messaging me so much, it's annoying, or else I'm going to, every time he does, Leo Movi is going to get a new scar. He then, you then heard Leo Movi screaming through the Sending Stone. You threatened him. It didn't seem very effective. And then the call ended. Stop hurting my girlfriend, you fuck. Never. And Victor was more intrigued with the owl. Yeah, 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 great. Your girlfriend's getting abused, whatever. I have an owl, though. His name is Artemis. Look, priorities. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> made friends with, with each other, with the owl or whatever. And then you woke up one morning to find uh, to some turbulence and found out that the engines are failing and oh, the sails are frozen over and you had to go in for an emergency crash landing because it's too fucking cold for an airship, a.k.a. the DM fixed DM, the problem. DM is making us walk. The DM fixed the problem. It's fine. We don't um, want to walk. But... Oh, there's Alex. So as you guys were going in for a crash landing, some of you saw a familiar looking caravan with odd looking wagons being pulled by, and I don't think I said this, being pulled by nothing. It's just wagons <laughs> moving on their own. Accord like that's what that's what Latos, that's what you all see is just wagons being pulled by nothing. Pretty weird, yo. And that's where we are going to pick back up have a little bit of a bumpy landing. The airship doesn't take any damage, thankfully. Because uh, the landing gear was not completely frozen over yet. But you are now on the ground. I would say, Bob's. I would say the caravan, it's probably about I don't know, like 200 feet away from you. And they've kind of they have, they have slowed. I look and see if they seem to recognize the caravan that we're looking at, because, you know, that's some weird shit. Has the caravan reached us yet? Uh, no, they kind of like slowed their roll a little bit because airship coming out of the sky. Um, but they're slowly approaching at this point. Hey, all those carts are being pulled by nothing. Yeah, I look they do up. that. I look over. I, Bob! Carriages do? Who the fuck is Bob? What is happening? Bob! 
you see at the very head caravan, or the very head wagon of the caravan. What's a bop? You see this in Bob's like a weird guy. Humans can get old. You've seen old humans before. You've never seen a human that looked this old before. And he is sitting there at the front of this wagon, not holding anything. He kind of like is just like sitting there. What's what's shocking though is not it, not only the fact that he is immensely old, almost older than time it appears. He also has no pants on. Victor waves and he says, "Hi, Bob." Oh. You know who Bob is. Bob, I'm Bob. Cold. Why aren't you wearing fucking pants? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. You see this, uh, this tiefling appear from, like, the door behind him. And she's holding a pair of pants. And she goes, Dad, here I got... Oh, it's our friends. Charlie, friends, hello. Friends might be a strong word. Hello. Charlie's friends with everybody. All right. Um, hold on. We'll gather everything up. Uh, you're on an airship that seems to have crashed. Yeah. Can you fix it? Emergency landing. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I mean, it is quite cold. It's colder than usual. Um, Dad, put these on, please. Uh, and she like puts the pants in Bob's lap. And they pull the caravan a little bit closer, kind of like pull it off to the side of the road so that they're not like in the middle of the road. Not that any other caravans would be traveling in the cold weather. Eventually, you see a tabaxi, kind of a tabaxi, another human male, a female minotaur, and this towering, almost eight foot tall warforged. No one say... P-R-O-B-L-E. Charlie, stop! Don't say it! Don't say the last letter! Wait, were you trying to spell problem? And you see this, this, like, eight-foot-tall Warforged. He, his eyes, like, they are, like, a, they're, like, blue gems, but they seem to, like, glow and come to life. And he, like, stands up strong, and he goes, Where is the problem? I, I shall take care of it. the airship. He like he walks over to the airship and he tries to grab it. It's too big. He's not going to be. But he does try to grab it. I'm going to see if he damages it. Nah. He just kind of grabs it. You see him struggle for a moment. And he goes, "My apologies. I can't seem to move the problem. I cannot seem to take care of it. This is a malfunction." Nope. 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 No problem. You're fine. I go go off and like. Add him like on the legs and set what I can reach. Is it no? Yeet, it's fine. Mm-hmm. How you doing, buddy? Hello, Saleya. I, I kind of reach, hesitantly reach up the fist bump him. He fist bumps you. Okay. <laughs> like, please don't hurt me. I'm gonna hug Yeet. Yeet will give you a hug and in doing so picks you up like three feet off the ground and then sets you down. Where's Roberta? She's still sexy as fuck. Uh, yeah. So it is this like gray skinned tiefling 
uh, she's like a gray skinned tiefling with like this long white hair that's pulled back in a um, in a braid and like these like ram horns that come off and curl up away from her head. She just like walks up to all of you. He, she has left her father, Bob, on the wagon and he is struggling to try and pull these pants onto his legs. Uh, she walks up to you. She goes, so uh, traveling by airship <laughs> heading north. Yep, sure was. Things got yeah. a little snowy after that. Yeah, if you think it's snowy here, you should see it up towards Luskin. It's terrible. That's where we're heading. Well, dress warm, because it is a lot. Laughs and so terrible. You wouldn't by happen chance be heading to Luskin, would you be? <laughs> mm, no, we just left there a couple of days ago. What's Great. happened? Heading south. Because, Plot, you're going to turn around and we're going to pay you, right? Um, unfortunately, we have our route we need to follow, and we have deadlines we have to meet, and the snow in Luskin kind of put us back a little bit. So unfortunately, no. Sorry, we can't give you a ride this time, guys. Hey, hey, Geet. I yes. have a question for you. Of course. I'm sorry. I do not recognize you. May I oh, have your sorry. name? Yes, uh, my name is Victor Vetinari, and I offer my hand, uh, give him a handshake. Victor Vetinari, yes, and he like reaches down and gives you a handshake. Very good, very strong grip. Speaking very of strong, strong it grip. looked like you were uh, looked like you were trying to get rid of the airship when we said that word. Uh, what were you going to do with it? My programming is to take care of problems. And how do you do that? By taking care of problems. Roberta like speaks up. He he um. We found him like wandering. I guess um. Whoever created him, he wasn't like the other ones that he, that, uh, like him, he's, he's not like other Warforged. And apparently his programming didn't quite stick right. And so now whenever we say that there's a you-know-what, uh, his, his reaction to that is to just throw it as far and as hard as he can. Hmm. And that's what he thinks solving a problem is. Do you think well, that you he- just said the word. Yes, he did. <laughs> So, no, sorry, Yeet, no, not not a not a problem, sorry. And he, like, relaxes. Sorry. It's, sometimes it's hard not to say the word, you know? Well, we mm. have an issue currently. Do you think that he could throw one of those to Luskin? With the assistance of them being weightless? Um, Luskin's about five days north from here. I did say weightless, didn't I? I don't think he can throw that far. Yeet's strong, he's not that strong. I look at Saleya. Hey, that teleportation circle thing, if you put one down here, and then, you know, you took a very quick weightless journey, uh, even when the spell <laughs> wears off, you come down with no damage. Could you then make another circle or at least cut some time off of this trip? I think. Saleya kind of looks up at Victor and then back over to Yeet and then kind of gets starry-eyed like, this sounds fine. <laughs> Well, the problem is, is it wouldn't be a permanent, a permanent teleportation circle. Once I can you, only you, have one yeah. Down. Damn. In order for it to be permanent, you have to cast it every day for a year in the same spot. Uh oh. Damn. One last thing. Can I try persuading Bob? <laughs> what do you want to persuade Bob? I mean, doubling back for just a couple of days couldn't set you behind too much, and I'm sure we can make it worth your while. I want to get to know these players. They're these characters. Uh, I mean, it's really... What if I give you a bottle of Evermead? That's true, we do have that. Oh. It is the rarest of rarest means and will be the most 
delicious thing to touch your lips. You guys say Evermead, and you hear Bob. He's like, did you say Evermead? And he, like, falls off the wagon. He, like, digs himself out of the snow and stands up. Pants are gone again. Don't know what happened to him. I look over at Victor. Like, he has, and he hasn't even drank it yet. Mm. <laughs> Bob, what's pulling the wagons? Bob, like, stumbles. He's quite spry and surprisingly fast for a man of whatever age he is. Is this like yeah. a, a thestral thing? Or like, we, we need to know. The people need to know. They're ghost horses. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Ghost horses. Um. Hmm. So about this Evermead. Robiter's like, we, we had the wagons enchanted. It, it it cost a lot, but like, Dad likes to say they're ghost horses. He has a thing for like, weird shit. Yeah, he goes, he goes, fuck the banshee once. Did you know that? I have heard this. <laughs> it was a great story. I loved it the first time. Now Victor is getting... To... I'm about to say what she is screamer. What? <laughs> what she is screamer. Oh, no. You just see Bob just. <laughs> of course she was. Anyway, so he like he like wanders up to Victor and like looks up at him. He goes, "You, you're new. You're new. Ah, I'm like, about thirty years old. Roundabouts. How old am I? I like the, huh. He like he like, like he like smacks the side of your cheek. Like, oh yes, you're 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 you like the look of your face. And then he like. Looks over at Latos. You're a strange looking one. Have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I like that one too. There you are, Chris. Who I are like you again? Guy. Okay, okay. You like so. this guy? I like okay. this guy. He's he looks back character. at Victor. Who are you again? Oh, uh, and Robert is like, oh, okay, yeah, Dad, why don't we go back? To the, let's go back to the wagon. You don't have pants on again. again I told you you should. Wing in between his legs might actually be carrying this carriage. So, yeah, so she, like. Bob's, um, like, absurdly hung. <laughs> it might be a little early for lunch, but we could probably. I'm sure Luca would be happy to whip something up for you guys. Um, I'm going to put Dad in the caravan. Uh, it's time for his nap anyway. I don't need a nap. I don't, I don't think okay. the man needs a nap. Okay, well, Dad, why don't you just rest, go into the wagon until we are done making lunch, and then I'll come get you, and you can tell all of your stories over lunch. Oh, all right. And so she manages to get Bob into the wagon. You are then introduced to the other members of the caravan. Uh, so you meet Miradia Strong Eye. She is a minotaur. She looks rather built. Like she could probably give Yarkris and Trayvok a run for their money. Except for the fact that she doesn't have any weapons or any kind of armor or anything on her. Guys are told that she's been cursed to never be able to hold a weapon or fight ever again. Fascinating. Yeah. Just kind of like poking his head out of one of the other wagons. You see this tabaxi with these little glasses perched on the tip of his nose. And he's just like, you just barely see his head poking out of a window of a wagon. And when he sees that you've noticed him, he like pops right back in really quick. Oh, I this, promise we don't bite. This other, this male human with like platinum blonde hair and a loot strapped over his back kind of like walks up and he's like, yeah, well, 
That's River. He's, um, he's not fond of strangers. He knows most of you, but as you all know, River's not a people person. Anyway, so I was going to make lunch. I can do a stew. I can do a soup. I think we have a couple of chickens I can roast. But anyway, Charlie, lovely to see you again. Lovely to see you, friend. Uh -oh. And he, like, you? he walks over to you and you do that, like, the little, like, cheek kiss thing that, uh -huh. you know, people do. And so, Terry, Saleya, lovely to see you. Anyway, I'm going to go get lunch started. You can introduce me to your friends while we eat. And he, like, walks away. Would you like any help with lunch? Oh, you don't have to help. Oh, Thank I you, was Zaytra. offering myself. <laughs> we have other skilled party members that might enjoy helping. Yee! Lunch! Oh. I her last time that I was not made to be in the kitchen. So, you motion to Yarkris, <laughs> and he looks at Yarkris, and you kind of, like, he does that, like, thing where he has, like, one arm crossed over his chest and with his elbow resting in his hand, and he's, like, looking at you. And he, like, does, like, a little, like, once-over, like, looks you up and down. He's like, well, hello. Mm. You can help. <laughs> and he, like, walks over to you, grabs your wrist, and starts pulling you away. He's okay. spoken for. Do you say that? Do you say Yeah. Do you say that? Oh. I'm making food, though. Hmm. Big just rolls at Yarkris. <laughs> or where was <Pity>. Smirk? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pity. That was Luca Hartmart. And then, of course, there's he. At this time, Roberta makes it back out. And she's like, all right, so I've got him settled and in another pair of pants. That's That pair's going to disappear, too, at some point and show back up somewhere. <sighs> but anyway, no, tell us. Uh, let's go ahead and sit down. They, uh, she starts pulling out some chairs. River, please come help pull chairs. They're not going to hurt you or us or do anything bad. There's only like three new people. I'm going to go where River was and I'm going to um, peek in. Give me a perception check. Fuck, I don't have my dice out. Hold on. Those would be important for D&D. &D. That would be a 25. Yeah, you see him kind of like hiding under a table in the wagon. And he's just like clutching his little like satchel hiding underneath the table. I'm gonna like crouch underneath, like not crouch under the table, but, like crouch to be at his level. Or will you come out and hang out with us? I'll, I'll introduce you to my friends so they're not strangers. Aww. How long ago did you meet them? Well, one of them I've known since before I was smaller than you. And then the other ones I've known for a few weeks and they've actually helped us a lot. They helped hmm. us take down a really bad guy and a bunch of werewolves. Friends of Charlie's. Yep, friends of Charlie's. Hmm. Give me a persuasion check. I'm gonna cast Guidance this time, because <laughs> I remember I have it. That's a 28! A 28! So, he climbs out from underneath the table, and he sets the satchel down on the on the table. Alright, um, sure. I'll reach okay. out my hand. So, he will- he'll take it. He will climb out, and he, like, stands up to his full height. His tail is bristling, because, like, He's a cat. You know, he is a he's just really paranoid and very shy. He's a cowardly lion, we know. Yeah. Charlie comes back out to where you guys are like building a campfire and it is it is still it's like cold, but it's not if you get the fire going, it'll be relatively warm. Luca is like 
definitely flirting with Yarkris, but now that he knows he's taken, it's in a like a friendly flirty way, not like a I want to get in your pants kind of flirty way. You handle the dough pretty well. Ah, well, good with my hands. See that you know how to make it rise. It's not the only thing I know how to make rise. You Trayvok just sort of leans over to whichever party's member is closest to him and is like, isn't he a paladin? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Yeet comes back from like the the woods that are like uh, like from some cops of trees or whatever, and he has an ungodly amount of firewood in his arms, and he just like drops it to help start making the fire. Luca and Yarkris are over making flirty food, and Charlie shows up with this probably like five and a half foot tall tabaxi tail kind of poofed out a little bit, eyes shifty beneath his little glasses perched on the end of his noses his nose noses nose nose just his nose just one nose he only has one nose waiting for lunch you guys want to have a conversation i want to talk to the uh, crazy old man i was yeah. going to introduce the new party members yeah uh river kind of like eyes latos kind of warily because latos kind of always has his hood up definitely looking at yarkris like duff that's a that's a it's not the biggest thing he's ever seen because obviously yeet is ginormous but maybe he doesn't see dragonborns very often i wink at him <laughs> his tail kind of does a little like fluff ripple thing and he hides behind charlie uh so he like kind of like my name is my name is river um i do navigation for the uh for the caravan hello and buddy how's it going hello Saleya. hello i don't know that one but hello hi my name is victor and this is artemis and got a gesture at this owl i was gonna say oh right the owl is here too oh yeah owl go artemis goes who as uh as artemis goes who uh trayvok just sort of leans over and goes no you're artemis remember <laughs> Ooh, uh, Victor, Victor laughs way too hard at that. <laughs> Artemis sees Yeet and kind of like flies over to him and like perches on his shoulder and like is looking at him and like Yeet looks and like makes eye contact with this bird and Artemis just pecks one of his jewel eyes. <laughs> you owe him so many treats. <laughs> and then Yeet's just kind of I do not understand. Why is this bird pecking my eye? Um, peck, peck. Tink, 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 tink. He likes shiny things. Oh. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, you cannot have my eye. Off around him. Hey, uh, Artemis, and I kind of, like, pull out some of the scraps that I've been keeping for him. Hey, Art, no, not not him. That's part of him. Who? <laughs> he flies over. Thank you. Good, good, good idea, though. If you see that on the ground, definitely grab one. Obviously not from you. I hope nothing happens to you, Yeet. Thank you. I appreciate that. Eventually, you all kind of like sit down. You have your little side conversations. Roberta goes to get Bob. And Bob comes out. She's gotten to the point where she's just given up and she's wrapped a blanket around him. So she's just like, I, we couldn't. It's the, his curse. It, we can't. We've curse? tried everything. Yeah. Yeah, um, so my father has seen a lot in his days. Um, he's very You've old. seen a lot of your father in one day. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, honestly, we're all kind of used to it at this point. Um, so it's really not anything that's too much of a surprise. It gets us in a little bit of trouble in cities, though. 
So um, that's why I'm more of like the face of the caravan now. Also, my father's uh, memory is going and he, to enunciate her point, Bob goes, Oh, we have new visitors to the caravan. Hello, I am Bob. Hi, Bob. So, yeah, so, yes, Dad, you've met them before. And she like sets him down in a chair. Anyway, so... Yeah, uh, he was like, he told me it's like a curse from a hag or whatever that he, he got in an argument or whatever. And, um, she cursed him to never be able to wear pants or anything like down there. Trust me, we have tried kilts. We've tried shorts. We've tried wrappings. Uh, The only thing that seems I can drape him in a blanket and that seems to work, but that's about it. As, as she explains this curse, Trayvok's just sort of like counting on his fingers and like doing some mental math and just asks, so if you're cursed and he's cursed, is is everybody here cursed? Oh, I'm not cursed. No. Um, Can I minor illusion some pants on him for the sake of my eyesight? <laughs> you can. Yeah, you certainly can. Sorry, I'm going to do uh, that. Above table, I, I thought she was cursed or is she not the one cursed to not fight? Am I misremembering? No, that's Miradia. No. Gotcha. Um, no, we're just kind of like a, a couple of us are cursed. Uh, Miradia in a battle with her people several years ago, a witch cursed her as on the battlefield, and uh, she's been with us ever since. Seeing as how her clan doesn't have need for a person who can't fight, even though it's not her fault. And then you just see kind of Miradia do that thing that, <laughs> like the huff thing that cows do when they're angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does that. She's not much of a talker, but I mean, honestly, we can't really do much about curses, can we? Luca's, well, Luca's Luca. And River just doesn't have any courage. And you just hear River, there's nothing wrong with being cautious. And of course, there's just Yeet. <laughs> we just happen to find outcasts and oddballs and they seem to stick with us so Trayvok sort of ends it's like ah oh, well it's no wonder we wound up with you again curses are no prerequisite to join the caravan and mm-hmm. oh well, I mean I am a tiefling so that's something but that's to be expected with the colorful history that my father has how many siblings do you have uh that I know of none oh the hmm. possibilities though endless endless, endless. <laughs> What happens with a if... banshee and a human? <laughs> so Bob is like, I'm so glad you asked. That's a good story, my boy. Why did you ask? So he goes into the story about how he was with like an old group of friends or whatever. And they went into like this, what was supposed to be like a haunted house or whatever. And this is like when he was like um, a younger man. He just, that's how, that's how he always tells the stories. Oh, when I was a younger man doesn't actually give an age he also doesn't know he doesn't tell you how old he was also roberta isn't sure how old her dad is because he's never told her he goes on to tell you about like how he him and his friends went into this haunted house his friends got scared from this banshee but he managed to like sweet talk the banshee and eventually like supposedly took it to bed but it's a banshee so and also, it's Bob telling the story. And so. it's also Bob telling the story. So, I'm sorry, but also, are you implying that Bob is anything other than an honorable, trustworthy, honest man. I like this guy. He understands. See, all my stories are true. I mean, look, I don't. I would like to roll insight. 
Uh, yeah. 14? 14? Yeah. This man's full of shit. Yeah, yeah, no, you think, you think that he is telling the truth. You're like, yeah, that man, that is the, that is the voice and story and character of a man who fucked a banshee. All right, then. (laughs) Victor is enthralled. I sort of gesture towards Victor and note that uh, he is who he says he is, and I just sort of tap the uh, the monocle a bit, if that helps reassure you. I don't know what that means. Uh, above table, the monocle has true sight, and boy, was I hoping to see some sort of demon, but alas, it is ah. just Bob. It's- okay. <laughs> then after he finishes the story with the banshee he goes into this ridiculous story about how he took an incubus and a succubus at the same time to bed and like it's just a lot of his sexual conquests that are just absolutely fucking ridiculous so victor has no context for this shit yeah no yeah you're just like i mean i'm sure you know like what a succubus or an incubus is but like (laughs) it's just like this is how the real world is? I, I put my hand on my chest and go, you are a busy man. I might have to smite you later. I get around. You know, in retrospect, on. the curse doesn't seem so much like a curse so much as a convenience. <laughs> That's what I like to try to think of it as. And trust me, in the, in the summertime, it's nice and cool. I have a question. I'm going to text it to you because this is a... This is a spicy question. Does he at least have underwear? Nope. A curse. That's what I was afraid of. All old man dong right in your face. Can he wear like a long t shirt? Yeah, can he just wear like a dress? A tunic? Or a tunic, yeah. Nope. He's tried. Nope, just straight up poo bearing it. I try to come up with a permanent illusion <laughs> spell that will mask the dong. <laughs> this is very quickly turning into something out of uh, Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good one though. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it, it works in between stops, but what reaction does he typically get in the cities he arrives in? Give me, um, Yarkris, why don't you roll me a Arcana or or History? I'll let you choose whichever one you want to use. They're the same for me, so it yeah, doesn't matter. So. <laughs> I would like to give Yarkris Bardic Inspiration. Well, no, because don't know what he's doing. You don't know what he's doing. That's an 11. An 11. Yeah. Uh, you you would think that that's possibly how that would work. You you could probably try it, but you're not a hundred percent sure. Okay, I'm gonna walk uh, up to the Minotaur. Okay, to the Minotaur. What's her name again? Miradia. I'm gonna focus really hard, and we'll cast a spell magic. She like is like eyeing you hardcore. Hey Bob, can I try something? Sure. What do you want to try? I want to try and polymorph you into you wearing pants. <laughs> yes, I, I love that. I think, think that's polymorph has to be a beast. Yeah, it does, does but I love that. Then I will settle for turning you into something else. No offense, <laughs> but the hanging brain is. <laughs> hang on a minute um, okay, okay so okay hold on, hold on let's really quick really quick really quick we're gonna go back to yarkris okay. um say <laughs> so even Soleil hasn't fucked a banshee what? she's kind of impressed roberta wrapped him in a blanket so it is covered oh, oh okay we're not just so, I, i've been constantly renewing minor illusion to keep pants on <laughs> <laughs> Why does it to be exhausting? Because it's not like a minute to make it into a Yeah, dress. no, I, 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 yeah, I, I figure so, so, Soleil has just got down to like a little hand gesture science pants. 
pants. Any, any, kind of article, any kind of wearable article of clothing disappears when it tries to cover his dick. Oh, no! Rude. She should just make him a toga. It doesn't work. We've tried that, too. But she can cover him with a sheet and it works. Well, yes, like, I just, like... wearing it? Yeah, it's not like... It's not like an article of clothing. It's like... I mean, a toga is just basically a sheet that you tie. Let's get into the philosophical difference between a... Between a blank... An article of... A blanket and an article intent. of clothing. <laughs> it's about the intent. Yeah, it's yeah, the intent. So when you turn the blanket into when you turn the blanket into a toga, it the intent of it being clothing becomes clothing. All right, Yarkris, what are you trying to do? Uh, spell. You're trying to do just dispel magic, or yeah, I focus really hard on a curse. Okay, so she kind of like eyes you, and she's just kind of like, as you cast it, it doesn't seem to work. And she goes, "Yeah, we've tried that. Nothing seems to work." Probably gonna have to hunt her down and kill her, but we all just obviously, like obviously, I can't do that. All right, I need about twenty-four hours. Who wants to take a nap? Like a short rest, hypothetically. No, he needs a full day to re-pick his spells. Uh, yeah. Oh, can paladins re-pick spells every day? I can prepare different yeah, spells. They can prepare. Yeah, they have a nice. pool they prepare for him. Oh, so I guess you should probably just take us to. <laughs> and we can cure you of all of your there you go we can have ever meet along the way it'll be great i appreciate it but honestly it, we have tried quite a lot with meridia and uh it doesn't see nothing really seems to work uh, yeah and at this point luca is you know scooping out food and serving it to everybody but wouldn't it nice to see old man in pants again yeah yeah trayvok's starting comment on this is you can't put a price on pants um, I agree. I would love for my father to be able to wear pants. It would be fantastic. But unfortunately, he doesn't know where the curse came from. Which one of his past triumphs... Encounters. Encounters, that's a good word. He likes to call them triumphs. I'm just saying, um, he and, should be able to cast curse. And if he, if he does, even if he did know, he can't remember now. His brain's a little, uh, muddled. But wouldn't it just be nice that you could put pants on him and the only time he didn't have pants on is when he didn't remember instead of because you can't put pants on him. Yeah. Above table, Trayvok's going to dig deep into his son's magical knowledge because he thinks he remembers him telling this once. <laughs> uh, remove curse just says all curses affecting one creature end. Yeah. Doesn't say we have to like know anything about it. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm above table, like if the paladin can do a curse, Maybe these aren't curses, but if the palette can do, can remove curse, in theory, he should be able to remove these curses. Like, we should at least try. I mean, you're more than welcome to try. I'm not going to stop you. But, like I said, we've tried some things before. Whatever it is, is some pretty powerful magic. Okay. Well, it sounds like you really don't want to join us. Um, is there any way we can make it worth your time? Do you know anybody who might be headed up that way? We could really use some, some buddies. Slash well, a ride. Seeing as how we are in the middle we have, of we have our carpets. Yeah. We're in the middle of the tradeway. There aren't really any like major towns or cities between here and Luskin. In fact, I don't think there's any towns or villages, at least not right off the road. So yeah, I mean unfortunately I we, we really have like a tight schedule. We're behind by like a couple of days. Like I said, the snow is very bad. 
up north. So, um... Okay. I, I really wish that we could help you. Um, That's fine. We'll, if you we'll were, make if it. You were, if you were going south, not a problem. Also, also, uh, this is not related, just an above-party conversation with the party. We may want to figure out something then, because if it's about a five-day trip and there's not anywhere to stop, uh, we are going to be very limited in supplies for those five days, and they're going to suck. Maybe, maybe that's why we ran into these people, is because they're supposed to give us supplies. Okay. Yeah, because you at least hook us up with provisions for the road. Did you not pack rations we or anything? Be on a, well, on we a don't want to take them away from the crew. They might be stuck here until they All can right. get the repair ship or the airship um, fixed. Luca speaks up. Oh, not a problem, sweetheart. I can t- I can hook you up. Once we can hook them up with some rations. We have enough. Oh, You're the best, babe. Generous. <laughs> oh, I have a heart of gold. He's a real giver. <laughs> I like taking I'm sometimes, a... too. About to say, I'm not a taker. Yeah, so Luca goes and he packs up um, enough provisions to get you guys, we'll say probably like 10 days worth of rations for you guys each, just to make sure that you have enough to get you through to Luskin. Sweet. And, and we're all and and we're all dressed appropriately question mark i know some yeah. of us have winter clothing okay yeah you guys got your winter clothing cool i don't want this to turn into a survival game all of a am sudden. i in winter clothing yes you... i was not there for that that's Victor <laughs> travels with a wardrobe um I'm yeah sure actually that's true ever, i'm sure before we left ever meet yeah ever meet you packed ever a change meet. of clothes we would have got winter clothing knowing we're going to like the clothes yeah. place it's it's not maybe it doesn't like maybe it's either like a little bit too big in some areas a little bit <laughs> snug in others just because like evermeet doesn't have things for you know dragonborns so looks like we're walking i don't like it any more than you do suddenly you all see another dra- you see a drake next to me so hmm. yeah so they kind of start as they you know they gave you the food and they start packing everything up and Roberta's after she has managed to. Well, do you want to say anything else to Bob before she puts him away as she's Just getting tell ready? Him it's a shame we couldn't work out anything. Would have loved to enjoy some uh, Evermead and hear his stories for the next couple of days as on our journey. Oh, we'll meet up again. It'll be fine. You'll find us again. Don't worry. Good so. luck. Safe travels. May Bahama bless your path. Uh, same um, to you. I guess. I guess before they leave, they're like a merchant caravan, right? Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's ask them if they found anything interesting that uh, might might pique our interest. Now that we have a bit more gold than we did. The when last you time said when you said when you said Bahamut, Bob is like, ah, yes, I know Bob. I met him once. Don't tell me you fucked him. No, no, that's a god. No, he fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I remember I met him once. Neat. Platinum Dragon, you met him. Fabulous. He apparently knows my name. Oh. Still and who are that. you again? Yarkris. Ah, Yarkris. You're not. And a he god just kind of like zones out. Are you? What'd you say? You're not a god in disguise, are you? <laughs> no. Might be. No. I don't know. Depends on what you call a god. <laughs> like I said, my father's mind is lacking. I hope you guys the best of safe travels. Sorry we couldn't help you. I'm gonna get on my steed. And with that, you watch as Bob's caravan rolls away. away. Um, I think this is a good... I just look after them waving. Bye! 
Okay, so this is a good time to take a break. Uh, so we'll go ahead and we'll take a little break, yeah. go to the bathroom, get your sneaky snacks, get some water, hydrate, and then we'll be right back. I'm doing the opposite. I have whiskey. your dm joey here uh thanks for listening to episode two of inspirational crits uh i just have a few announcements to go over before i let you go back to the action uh number one i realized that i forgot to say what our upload schedule would be and that would be that the podcast episodes will go up every other monday uh if you want to watch us live we try to play every monday uh granted we are all adults and have lives, so sometimes things don't really happen in our favor. Uh, we play over on Geekanox's YouTube channel. The link will be in the description. Uh, we are a few episodes ahead over there, too, so if you want to catch up and watch the episodes in their wacky entirety, uh, you can do it there. I try to edit out the most of the nonsensical parts for the podcast, uh, but if you want to watch all of the full D&D craziness, you can watch it over there. Uh, and two, uh, we now have a Facebook and a Twitter account. Yay! Uh, the links are going to be in the episode description. So go ahead and give us a like and a follow. And please tell your friends about us. After all, word of mouth is a very powerful thing. Uh, I think that is probably all I have for this episode. Short, sweet, and to the point, I will let you go ahead and get back to the action. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode, and I will talk to you in the next one. Remember, stay weird. Are we back? We're back. <laughs> I'm on a mount. So which I'm way on a mount can... and... Oh good, since he's on a mount, that means the rest of us can ride on, on our magic carpet. That's true. Carpets are faster than me. Guarantee it. I mean, they can go slow. We can put them, you know, put them but down no, or not. Nobody has to trudge in the snow. How far of a journey do we have ahead? A couple days. As you guys are getting ready to like hop on your magic carpets and hop on your magical steed or whatever, two things happen. The first is a little paper bird comes flying bird. and it looks like it has seen a bit of shit. Greyback, I think your child wants you. <laughs> uh, maybe. Or it could be someone else. That could be anyone's bird. It does come flying to Trayvok. Mm-hmm. And I will drop it in to Whoa, let the owl. images. So this, it looks a little worn. It looks like maybe it's been trying to find you for a little bit longer than it's usually intending to be searching mm-hmm. for. But here you go. Yeah, I just like <laughs> release it from its pain. And <laughs> Trayvok will share with the class. Uh, it says, Trayvok, things are good here. The money you gave me was enough to cover expenses for two years, and according to Headmistress Ravenheart, should note that name down, uh, I'm quite gifted. I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me, but I'll try to figure out what I can about the vestiges. Signed, Wizard Son. Didn't mean to type that slash. He has a name. His name is Gene. Signed, Wizard Son. Gene Wizard Son. Close. Wardley. 
Cool. Glad to know he's doing okay. I can't remember who had all of the stuff from Mormorose's tiny house. I think I think that was just shaking around in the party inventory, if I recall. I think it ended up with Sole- or with Soteria in the bag of holding. Yeah. In the bag of goodies. In the bag of goodies. So Soteria, you feel you feel like in your in your bag of holding, you hear this you feel slash here like this little like this like vibration kind of like when a phonon vibrate but like constant uh okay i'm going to check it out i'm gonna alert the i'm gonna be like what the fuck and uh and yeah open my bag and and uh see what's what's jiggling in there okay so with the way that the bag of holding works you kind of have to like you reach your hand in and think of what you want but you don't know what's making the vibrating thing so you kind of just like reach your hand in there you go whatever the fuck is vibrating and you pull out the stone that you found in Mormorose's tiny house mm-hmm. they, at the time you didn't know what it was but now you know is from getting one from Elzalore is a ascending stone and what was what vibrations the- you hear you actually start as you pull it out of the bag you hear this voice this female voice going hello can you hear me hello yes it's a- yeah. Ah, there you are. All right. Are you are you all there? All Please. of you. Right. Um. Anyway, so I wanted to congratulate you all on the reclamation of Evermeads. Who are you? Um, is there a voice is coming out of the, that bag? Yeah, it's it's a voice coming out of the sending stone that Soteria pulled out of the bag. So she oh. she goes on. She, the sending how, stone. Yeah. How? I could have been talking to this hot captain lady the whole. Oh my god. So, she goes, ah, yes. I wanted to congratulate you on the reclamation of Evermeet. How disappointing it's going to be when all of your efforts are for naught. Oh. For you! Oh, <laughs> of course. How rude of me not to introduce myself. I am Thalia Moonspire, second in command to the Red Wizards of Thay. It's nice to finally speak with all of you after all of My this My country, time. I will rip out your soul and eat it. <laughs> I would love to see you try, Soleia. Mm-hmm. Banished something, princess of Evermeet. Something oh, else into. <laughs> You've made my day more enjoyable. I'm going to be treasures to the snow thinking about that. Oh, yes. Moonspire. Yeah, we, we, we do know this name. We, we, we do not like this name. Well, Keep talking. Give me more reasons. <laughs> oh, yes. Yarkris, ever the noble paladin. Mm, I'm going to show you noble. Oh, I'm sure you Thalia can try. Moonspire, right? Thalia Moonspire, yes, yeah. Yes, correct, correct. If, 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 this entire time. if, if you want to take notes on who to uh, mentally mess with next. I want to try uh, something. <laughs> I want to try something right now she's talking. Okay, okay go ahead and try something. Do it. I'm going to use sending to feed her own voice back to her and cause a feedback loop. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. She, she's like, as she was talking, she oh, pauses. She pauses a little bit. <laughs> Too many things. Oh, the gem of seeing is Trayvox. Oh, yeah, is it? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been wearing that for a while. Anyway, so she pauses in her speech a little bit after the whole, like, oh, it's nice to speak with you after all this time. She goes, oh, Victor, that's cute. That's cute. I would watch yourself, though, if I were you. I can't help it. I, uh, mm. I spend far too much time watching myself already. 
Elzalore has informed <laughs> me of your fun little parlor tricks. Got under his skin. Oh, it's not he hot to do. He tipped his hand. It's not hot to do. He has quite the temper. Oh, you'll learn that I'm quite adept at finding yours, too. Oh, we shall see. Anyway, do be careful on the rest of your journey to Luskin. The roads can be quite dangerous. And it is getting quite cold. Bundle up, dears. I'm going to personally send you into the abyss. <laughs> I've been there. You can't send me back. I'll anyway. Place to stick you. Thank you very much, Mean Diamond Mommy. Have a good day now. <laughs> Have a good day, Charlie. Your screams will echo across the plains. So before anyway, we before we I hang up, you to my ancestral did, did she just call to taunt us? There's so, no, uh, yeah, so after no she message. says, after the whole, like, oh, yes, I would love to see you try to send me back there, the stone goes quiet, and then as you have it in your hand, Soteria, it just cracks in half. Oh, that bitch. Cracks in half? Mm hmm Does it still work? Smart woman. I don't know. Hey, somebody hold this other half, and then we'll <laughs> all hold that. We'll walk you Victor, be careful. She might be able to do that to your brain. That would require me to have a stone brain. <laughs> <laughs> with you. We'll walkie-talkie. We'll test our theory. Does it work? Does it, do I have two? I, I will take the other half, and I'll walk, start walking away. Okay. So Terry is gonna, gonna <laughs> trap. Hello? Hello? No. It oh. doesn't work. God damn it. Rip. I have a rock. I could have been contacting this hot captain the whole time, but instead I got pranked by this fucking demon bitch. I walked back. Well, I don't I think go, I don't think I would like back. that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's, it's like her personal number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine, yeah, like walkie-talkies, or like if every cell phone number had its own cell phone that you had to like call. What's oh. a cell phone? Think of it as like cans on a string. They they only work towards each other. You remember how like mad the guards got when like... we struck when we actually did that between our houses? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, Nar Chris, you like dick. Uh, have, wait, you, have you seen this handsome stranger from. Wait, what's the guy? Where was well, he? I'm from? not averse to it myself. <laughs> I'm going through my papers and I, I, we, we still have the thing from. What I'm hearing, what I'm, what I'm hearing is that... Can you like it? I'm concerned and confused. Oh yeah, have you known a guy with just an absurdly large penis? You guys don't know if he has a big dick! Why are you so fixated on it? He was from some place... Did you shock yourself for chewing on the fucking thing? Yeah, you shouldn't chew on electrical things. Let's just, for the stream, Abby has a puppy... Greatest moment of the stream, and it wasn't even related to the game. <laughs> My dog decided to chew on a power cord, and I guess it just electrocuted her because I just heard her yelp. Oh, well, oh. That's she okay? Yeah, maybe she hey. won't chew on any more power cords. Yeah, hey, I guess she won't do it anymore. All right. Hey, so, Leia, do you have mending? I have mending. You do? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. Can we mend? The stone? You can mend restore the magic. You cannot though. mend the spell. Yeah. Uh, hmm. yeah. Yeah, from it's it's not gonna work. Yeah. From what you know of magical items, it's broken. It's not gonna. Yeah, you'll have a full stone, but it's just gonna be a rock with Another a face on it. Another thing to throw at somebody. Okay, I'm gonna mend the stone, and I'm gonna keep it, and I'm gonna fill it with all my hatred. Okay, hate rock. Got it. Put put right down one hate rock. <laughs> one one hate rock. 
previously ascending stone. You guys start, start your snowy adventure. One more person can ride with me if they want. I'm throw my I'm gonna throw those snowy clothes I got on. Those mm -hmm. winter clothes I got on. No peeking. When I make the tiny house each, each night, can I design the door as well, or is the door like one type of door? It's yeah. just it's just the type of door. It's yeah. All right, so I'm gonna put you guys here. You guys traveled for about three days, and gradually each day it got colder and colder. But you traveled for three days without really seeing much of anything or anybody. The snow seems to have warded off any kind of like bandits or ne'er-do-wells that would be lurking the roads. And as you guys are getting ready on the road that morning, it's like midday. Uh, so Taria, you see, you guys see another little paper bird flying <clears throat> through the air. Oh. But this one goes to Soteria. <clears throat> and I will drop that in campaign images. There we I go. Friends. Who would I awesome. get a message from? Who are you? Um, so it says, Soteria, I hope that you and your friends are taking care of yourselves. I had an old friend visit and we were talking about you. It turns out you've met Vittorio? It ha yeah, it turns out you've met. Vittorio has more information on the RWs, the Red Wizards, he would like to share with you. Come home or come home when you can, Katriana. I thought the general populace or just anybody involved seems so disinterested in these hell wizards returning that they're just like RWs. We don't need to call them by their name. Hmm. Maybe it's a code. It's not a code. Wait, it's not a code. Out of my... Maybe it's man, a code. Man, if that's a code, they're like fucking wind talkers, man. I've never figured that out. Katriana is I'm bad with your, names. Your mother. Okay, I wasn't sure. I couldn't tell. I couldn't Mommy. remember if it was like mother or like. Yeah. Kytriana, Kytriana is your mother. Okay. Yeah, she did drop the name Vittorio. Vittorio. Do I know anything about. Okay. Well, she says that we've met. So, who is give Vittorio? Me, okay, give me a history check. Does anybody remember the name Vittorio? Out of the top of my head. Can I roll for that? Yarkris wouldn't know it. Latos wouldn't know it. Oh, I don't remember shit. Was he with the first uh, caravan that we traveled with? Sixteen. No. Okay. What if sixteen? You remember? Roll? Okay. Yeah. So, if anybody who wants to roll a history check to remember who this is, uh, can I say I cheated and I looked in the what happened so far? <laughs> <laughs> it's if if you yourself remember, that's fine. Charlie suddenly remembers. Also, I got a nineteen, so we remember. <laughs> so you guys remember that Vittorio was the man that was accused of kidnapping people in the small village right outside of Calumport? Oh yeah, we helped him. Yeah, and he dead. was, yeah, you faked his death. He had okay. a, he was the family doctor to Draco and Draco's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. And that's you found how, out, yeah, that that's he was- the village that we adopted Trayvok's son. No. Nope. No? Nope. Nah, no. Good try, though. This is the, the same general trip. But, yeah, the yeah. same general trip. Yeah, okay. but, were we with yeah. the caravan when we did that trip? You were with Bob's what? caravan. Yeah. Yes, yes, because we had to sneak him into the caravan and feed him no, without no, no. Bob. When, and... when we met Rittorio. Vittorio. Vittorio, uh, yeah. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, you were with Bob. Yeah, because was with... on the way to Calumport, wasn't it? Yeah, you were with Bob's caravan. So, yeah, so you got that letter, you know, that note from your mother. Cool. Well, I will share with the class. Anyone has any input? I think we are a few days out from a very snowy place that we need to be. So we will add it to the to-do list. 
That was Where is your hometown? Uh, Neverwinter. Okay, well, we'll add it to the list. We also need to go to Waterdeep. No. So, after that, travel for a few more hours is relatively uneventful until you come around a bend and I need you guys to place yourselves da, 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 how you da, 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 da. are. Like, I have you all on here. Okay, uh, we're coming from which side? You are here, headed this way. So you find yourselves, you are in a, a snowy, the snowy road, kind of leading in between, no, kind of like a, a little bit of a valley. The walls around you are probably only about 30 feet high or so. Just a short valley. In the middle of the canyon looking around. Okay. Yeah. I, I assume you are Chris and I are taking front. What okay, is the I carpet wonders. formation we decided? I do so... have a good question. Did any of y'all write it down? Yes. It may not be fully accurate. So yeah. Teria Salea, Octa Charlie Victor, and Trayvok Yarkris. And and Latos is not on that list, so whoever's on the mount just swap out. Well, somebody's on a horse. So whoever's on a horse Dragon. I'm not, on a, a horse. I'm, I'm not on a horse. I'm on a uh Drake. Drake. Okay, so yeah. then so so then it's Soteria Salea, group one, Octa Charlie Victor group two, Trayvok Latos group three. Yes. Yeah, we're headed that way. To left. So why is anything a threat if we're on carpets? We, we should be like a few hundred feet. <laughs> ask that question. Also, I don't know that we'd be flying so far above Yarcrest that we can't communicate. In in the frozen weather where it gets colder the higher you go, yeah. Yeah, we're all just cuddled up in blankets on our on our carpets. Like freaking cold. Yeah, it's really cold. Victor's doing that thing with Artemis where it's like he's his head is poking out of the top of his coat. Like, Teria, I used to want to get cuddly with you, but this is not how I pictured it. <laughs> Charlie's going to try to pet Artemis's head. Sure. Real quick, while while we're still orienting ourselves, Yarkris, is is this going to be a permanent solution? You having a mount? Eventually, I will have a flying mount. Okay, just because I'm gonna I'm gonna denote this change in the carpet order, so the next time someone asks. Is it going to grow into, like, a like... full-blown young dragon? <laughs> the DM allows, yes. As long as we don't have to, like, fly over waters until he gets a flying mount, this will be the formation. Yeah, okay. As you guys turn this corner and you come around, you see ahead of you a group of people in the middle of the road facing you. Hello Star there. Crest, jump in our tiny bag. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Fly over these bitches. <laughs> what about the dragon? We can see them as we approach, you said, Joey? Yes. Ooh, no. uh, I'm going to pop a true sight to see if there's anything weird about them. How close are we to Luskin? Uh, you are... Okay, I'm just saying, guys, everybody focus this fuck, because whatever it is, they're special. Um, Good news, it doesn't appear we've been accosted by the red wizards. Bad news, it appears we've been accosted by the white wizards. You're about two days out from Luskin. Okay, okay do so I these aren't like villagers these? coming to greet us. Good to know. Do I recognize these, uh, these things so Teria, you do oh. you recognize the uh what you now know is a cult uh cultist robes of the cult of oral you don't recognize this person here in the middle carly seeing this person this person here in the middle surrounded by cultists you sense something like you said oh. me right yeah charlie okay in your chest you feel like this odd tugging sensation kind of like something is pulling your soul 
towards the enemies. But before you can even, you know, say anything about it, this woman in the center with, uh, she has this uh, short cropped blonde hair with bits that hang down on the sides, down to her shoulders, wearing warm winter clothing, has this like really pale, almost like gray toned skin, and her eyes are pure white. Oh, I know what she is. She's a changeling. She looks out over you. Well, it's about time you showed up, Soteria, you and your friends. You have a lot of guts coming back. Oh, sorry. You probably don't recognize me. And she, like, her form shifts, and you see her transform into this nondescript young girl with, like, brown hair and brown eyes, very nondescript, but you do recognize her as um, another higher-ranking member of the Cult of Oral, actually so high-ranking that she was always with Priestess Mirabelle. Like, oh. always with her. This bitch. There. I'm prettier than you are. Mm. Oh god, are we gonna have, like, a contest? And she does kind of, like, eye you, Charlie, and kind of, like, then, like, looks back to Soteria. Anyway... <laughs> I'm supposed to stop you from coming and ruining things any more than you already have. So maybe it would just be better for you to just turn around and go back to where you came from. Is this everyone you ran you away? Here? Wouldn't you like to know? Oh no, you've activated my fight or flight instincts, and I'm a flightless, flightless dragon. bird, <laughs> flightless dragon. So they I love the fireball right in the center. So yeah, so, I was actually gonna say, can I surprise attack? Are they gone? Do they see anything coming? Oh Neil hey! Die. <laughs> Charlie's gonna take on the other changeling's form. Yeah, all within twenty feet. She, she clocks you doing that. One hundred percent. I would like Neil. to cast hold person on or these die. four. Really quick, really quick. Give me, okay. um, really quick, Charlie. Give me a perception check. Did you blow my? A perception. Perception. Okay, it's not great. It's a 17. 17. Oh, also, by the way, uh, yeah, you reckon, you, um, when she turned into that nondescript form, uh, so Terry, you do, her name is Lux. That's the name that she was called that she went by. Okay. What was your perception, 17. Charlie? 17. It's hard to tell in, like, the snow. It's like a light flurry, but she does seem a bit confused, but also intrigued but also she's here for a reason oh she doesn't know so i'm just i'm just going to <laughs> give like a little like whisper to soteria could i do it i also soteria so are you going to turn around and go home go back to where you came from or are we going to have to fight kneel or die you guys are evil excuse <laughs> me <laughs> yeah kneel uh... or die He's probably not... Subtle spell, fireball, level 5, right okay, on the hold on, hold on, okay, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold I was in there, I, 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 I get it, I get it, she probably doesn't know, hopefully. <laughs> you like were that. given a gift, and you threw it in a high priestess Mirabelle's face. Now I want everybody to roll initiative. I can't roll intimidation. I've been telling them to kneel well, or die. I, I can't get my sneak attack off? <laughs> Can I distract her with with talking? Okay, hold on, hold on. We're gonna put the turn order in here. Also twenty-two. Noise. 
I assume I have higher dex than you, but I don't know for sure. I mean, I'm a 20. What's your Control dex? You. My dexterity is 13. Oh. This is... Here's the thing, though. If you want to hold till after, I can make sure they can't do anything to get out of your way. I, uh, can you DM me what you're yeah. going to do? Hi, hi. Hey, which one of these tokens is Yarkris and which one is Victor? Victor's I the like... very fancy man. Yarkris is the one that's mostly gold. Yep. Okay, okay. I was, I was also going to say, I love how as that exchange was happening, I just see various measuring tools pop up on the map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I should be fine for now. I am kind of mid-pack of the uh, I am the second lowest right oh, now. Sorry. Oh, I see. We're the same. Okay. Yeah, you go before I do. Okay. Hey, Joey, can I tell if any of them are wearing metal armor? No, you, none. Of, you can't tell, and none of them are. Okay. Alright, so... Oh, joy for me. Soleil and Victor, who has... Let's see, Victor has uh, a... I'm technically first, but I'm gonna be holding my action anyway, so I'll defer to him. Okay, so you're just gonna let him go first. Okay. Yeah. So, Victor, Soleil, Latos, Trayvok, Charlie, Soteria, Lux... Octa and the cultists. So, first up is because they all rolled shit. Victor, what are you doing? I'm gonna step up Ew. to about here and uh, I'm gonna point at Lux here. Looks like you're taking responsibility for all of them, so I'm sure you'll understand that I'm. we're gonna have to kill you first. And that's gonna be unsettling words. <clears throat> well, since we're streaming, as a bonus action, you can expend one of your bardic inspiration and choose one creature you can see within 60 feet. Roll the Bardic Inspiration die. The creature must subtract, subtract the number rolled from the next saving throw before it makes the, uh, before the start of your turn. I'm going to immediately follow that up with a 5th level hold person, which allows uh, me to target 4 people. So we're going to go with uh, here, 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 and here. Okay, so, well, they get to save at the end of every turn, right? Uh, right at the see. end of each of its turns, yeah. Okay, so Lux needs to do what kind of a save? A wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Nope. That is... Nope. She does not save. Whatever it was, subtract nine from it, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So negative... <laughs> negative... Negative eight. <laughs> I rolled a nat one. Damn. Oh, no. Fuck you, dice. What the fuck? <laughs> you're supposed to be helping me. You're going in the dice jail. You're pretty, but you're going in the dice jail. All right, so she fails. She's held. Yay. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what is that considered? Uh, restrained Paralyzed. or grappled? Paralyzed. Paralyzed. Does that mean she automatically fails her saves? I think so. Mm. Can't oh. save if you can't move. Yeah. Uh, let me check the book. Because I know we're about to get incapacitated. Paralyzed creatures incapacitated and can't move or speak, automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls oh. against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Alright. Bring it on. Yeah, that's my turn. But what about the rest of, what about the rest of these three? Because I cast it on four oh, right, because right. of the Oh because all of right. the casting so they at each... fifth level. Yeah, they each okay, have to so... seventeen or these higher. four okay. So we're gonna go one is up here. And we'll just go down the list. Okay. So that's a that's another nat one. Alright, second. Second one. That's a... that's a ten. That's not gonna fucking save. The third one's gonna save. Okay. 
and the last one's gonna fail. So you got got. Hold on, let me go here, and we will mark. Oh, them I was casting on four total because at fifth level. Wait, yeah, fifth level. I can only cast it on four things at once. It's uh, one. Okay, plus three so then targets, so. you got okay. So still three of the four failed. Yeah. All right. Salaya so then is gonna step off the carpet and walk up here to the other side of Yorgris, kind of. Pat the Drake on the head, and <laughs> Victor gives a nod. <laughs> uh, look straight at what, what was the name? Lux, right? Lex, Len, something like that. Who cares? They're gonna die, and just wink. <laughs> They're going to explode. Artemis, watch this. It's gonna be really cool. Oh jeez. Got a All subtle right. spell just to make sure they don't counter that shit. That's gonna be a fifth level uh, fireball. Oh, Jesus. And then it never made it to the bottom of the order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, so how many can you hit? All of them. All They're of all them. within 20 feet. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I measured. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So this is what we're going to do, okay? I'm going to need somebody to keep track of this, okay? So we're going to go... This is going to be one... Two, three, th three, four, and then you know five, six, seven, eight. Okay. okay, so so one. Yeah, that's gonna save. Second one, two fails, three succeeds, four fails, five. These all fail, so you have five yeah. and six left. All, all right, those fail. two fail. So that one just barely failed, and then the last one. The last one saves. Okay, so, so these two succeed and this one succeeds. Yeah, yeah. The 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 top left two and the bottom of the ring succeed. You hit. All right, you. so you, Charlie. One, two, three, Let's four, roll. Four. Yeah, that's gonna be ten d six. So uh, those ones become two. So it's thirty nine and plus five. They each take forty four damage. Holy four shit! Yep. Okay, so which ones failed? All the top, of them, but... the top two on the left, and the and the one dude on the bottom. So mm. yeah, this one succeeds. This one succeeded. This one succeeded, and this one succeeded. Correct. The other ones all took forty-four damage. These all failed. Yeah. Yes. And apparently, just straight up murdered half of their. Posse. Yeah, you murked all of them, <laughs> almost all of them, except for the back two, because they succeeded. Malaya fist pumps to end. But it. how much? So how much? Oh, that one succeeded, they take, too? That one yeah. succeeded. They, they each take succeeded. 22 damage. How Those much damage? 22. 22. I mean, it's not great. So... Well, just goes, yeah! So Terry's just gonna look at Lux and just, like, smirk. I've warned you. Kneel or die. Oh, we're well Why past that, aren't we, friend? How fast can the carpets move? Oh, that's right. Uh, what was full damage? Because Lux took full damage. Hold on, let me find out. 44. Well, should be, I think, 44. 60 feet per turn, I think. Or 80 for the smaller <laughs> ones. But you're on the big one, which I think is like 50 or 60. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find now. If you are on the bigger one, it is 60 feet. Okay, yeah. Now, don't know if all your teammates want to zoom, but yeah, you can I move up to 60 I think they all got feet. off, didn't they? Except for Octa. I mean, Octa actually be good to go with you and just shoot at them from the air. So, that is fucking Saleya's turn. Wrecking half my fucking game, it's fine. Air high five, Victor. Yeah. <laughs> press the digit I press the digitate like the sound of a high five. 
And no, Victor, I told him at the beginning, kneel or die. They just, hmm. nobody listens to poor Yarkris. All right, so that was uh, Victor Salea. Uh, next up is Latos. I'm just gonna, like, come up and basically right where she is, I'm gonna set an insect plague, which is a level five. So they have to do a constitution save. What's the uh, range on that? 20 it's a 20 foot radius, so I can basically cover everyone that's in it. No, what's the range no, no, for the spell? From you to her. I will say, we're currently on a carpet, and I'm actively interested in moving closer. So, if you'd like our movement speed to be the carpets, I wouldn't complain. Uh, and, it, and it'd be 80 feet. 300 feet, you're fine. Yeah. Oh, within 300 feet? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine where you are. <laughs> con save. A con save? Yeah. Okay, oh god, I'm so scared of all my dice. Alright, so, that is... Yeah, that's a... That's a... It's an 11. It's probably not going to save. No. So, yeah. All right, what she what what does she do? What what does she take? Oh, and they're all taking this. Oh, so yeah, what's the range? 20 feet? It's a 20 foot radius. Okay, Same so I need to roll. Hold on. I need to roll two more Three saves. More. Three more. Sorry. Joey makes mental notes to keep characters 25 feet away now. I thought that I had them far enough apart, but I guess I didn't do my math right. So the first one fails. The second one fails. I am so fucking done with all of my dice tonight. What the actual fuck? <laughs> Give me a new d20. Pike, don't fail me. God damn it. The the third one fucking fails too. Oh my god. I'm rolling like a fucking player tonight. Maybe because we didn't play yesterday, you didn't get all your player rolls out. Yeah, that might be it. I don't fucking know, man. Alright, so what damage do they all take? 32. 32? Yes. Well, that kills these guys. I'm not even going to get to hit this bitch. Clearly, <laughs> Steria, your friends are more powerful than we calculated. Um, Matt, are you are you interested in actively being closer to them or not? Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine being closer. Okay, because I'm going to use my movement to keep us on the carpet so that I don't have to drop down into this pit of insects we've now created. Oh yeah, no problem. Wait, what did you- you created a pit of insect? Yeah, just, so insect is a 20-foot radius that, uh, a creature entering, uh, what does it say? Uh, when the area appears, each creature in it takes a saving throw. The creature must also make this saving throw when it enters the spell's area for a first time or ends the turn. So- That is so I'm, horrifying and yet amazing! So I do not want to be on the ground right now. I would like to be floating in the air. I'm really- Burst. hold on, what was the- what was- sorry, what was the damage from your insect plague again? 32. 32. All right. Trayvok, you are up. How many people are left? Is it just her? I need to look up one more thing because I was not anticipating. Uh, yeah, it's just bugs. her, right? It's just her that's left, right? Don't kill her. Do we want to offer her a, 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 a life? <laughs> like, uh, look what we did to your people. Um, are you sure you would like to proceed with this battle? I or do I, you yield? I can I can spend my turn doing that. That's fine. Well, I mean, she's held, so she can't talk or anything. So can you um, just like unfreeze her jaw? Or no, no, she might be able to cast a vocal spell. Okay. Best to just kill her. No, Charlie would like to know more about this only other changeling she's ever met. What does Trayvok do? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna fly the carpet over to here. Uh, so you're whether... taking Latos with you. Yeah, I was going to say, whether Latos jumps off or not is up to him, but he said he wanted to be closer. So that's my move action. And then as my action action, 
because, you know, I don't want to javelin her and accidentally kill her. Uh, I'm instead going to pop the gem of seeing, uh, which again will drop her changeling ability, and just tell her, uh, nope, still just as ugly as to me. And then that's my turn. And Charlie can't even glare at you. Charlie, you're up next. Charlie is going to fly up with Octa 60 feet. Um, well, I have to say 20 feet from her. So I'm going to fly up here. No, if you're on the carpet, you can you can fly over it. The bugs are just on the ground. Isn't it like 20 feet up, though? Well, it's a pit, right? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Interesting. Like a, a it says 20 foot radius sphere. So you can be over her, but you have to be 20 feet up. Yeah, so I'm going to be... Yeah, here, that's so that's wild and disgusting. <laughs> Ew. I don't know that she can't talk, so Charlie's going to be like, Oh my god. Okay, so how did you find out? Where did you come from? And then I'm going to hold a vicious mockery. Uh, okay. Action for if she starts being hostile again. But Charlie's like, I have so many questions. All right, that's it for Charlie? Uh, yeah. So, Teria, you're up. Okay. Um, I have sleep, and I don't know why my card... I feel like one of my cards fell out. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, if I can, I would like to put her to sleep. Alrighty. E, sleep. So, I'm gonna cast this. I'm gonna use a fourth level spell. Okay. So, it's gonna be 11 D8s. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know how much she has! I don't know. She's gonna... Also, I roll really terribly with D8s. All right, well, roll your sleep damage. So 60, 60 points. Yeah, that is that is more than significant. She falls asleep. Yay. But she's Not still sleep. paralyzed, so it's, she's standing up. All right, uh, Yarkris, you're up. This yeah, I would like to- practice some of your knots. Yeah, I would like to suggest also- It's Yarkris' turn. Unless you're, uh, is there something else you're doing for your turn? I mean, I just wanted to- uh, speak out openly and suggest that we apprehend her in some way, shape, or form. All right. Yarkris, you're up. I only have 45 movement speed on my mount. I can't All right. go this far. I can't go any further. Does that put you in the insects? Um, yeah, let's I... see. What does, how does sleep read? What is the, uh, yeah, you want to back, yeah, you want to back up one of What's the safe word? For, for the bugs? Yeah. You, you want to endanger Fluffy? It's a constitution save? Yeah. Yeah, and if you fail, you take damage every turn you're in it. That's a nat 20. What about for your dragon? My mount? Your mount? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. If don't... you feel any better, I'll dismiss him and he can go home. <laughs> also, I'm going to specify <laughs> I probably did sleep like somewhere out here so that it does not affect my actual party members. Okay. Yarkris, that was your turn. No, it wasn't, because that was only my movement. Oh, sorry. I have an idea. I'm going to dispel the bugs. You're going to dispel the bugs? Yep. How long do the bugs last? They go bye-bye. They would have lasted up to ten minutes. Mm. They go bye-bye. Yes, we don't really need them at this point, though, if we're trying to capture this bitch. Yep. Yeah, sleep does not specify how long they're asleep for. Also, here's the other thing. If she's still in it when when we go back to her turn, she technically... Get to make that, a save. Does have to save again. That's smart. Yeah. So. Oh, she did with no. it with whole person. Does she get to make a save at the end of? Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay. But she's asleep. At the end of her turns. Well, well, technically, she took damage before that. So was okay. So it, it's at the end of her turn. 
what kind of it's a constitution saving throw right victor uh wisdom wisdom saving throw she would have saved has it been her turn yet no when she took not. damage um but it wouldn't have been her turn so she would have still been there so you're she's still asleep but she no longer is held person it doesn't say it whenever she takes damage it says no it's just on turn. the end of her turn oh okay i thought it was yeah. whenever she took damage no. okay oh. okay well wow. she's asleep now dm getting squirrely <laughs> oh, I, i'm sorry i <laughs> thought it was i thought it was damage say combat's effectively over hold on nah, she's about to say something bigger and badder Whoa! nope you do see this cloaked figure like an all black come from between these two between these rocks over here they were hidden and they now that there's no bugs there they run over to the unconscious lux and lux has this like cloak on her shoulders this person grabs the cloak and wraps it around the both of them and they vanish fifth level counter spell it's not a spell uh don't forget there's a bunch of bodies on the ground Just um start checking them do I do I notice anything different? Do I recognize them as they disappear? Yeah. Give me a quick perception check with disadvantage because it happened really fast. Twenty-four. Oh, I'm sorry with disadvantage. Uh... Oh wait, no, this was I thought so. Taya, I was trying to see if she recognized the person. Oh. Okay. So me do a perception check. Yeah, because you asked if you recognize the person. Okay, that's not good. Seven. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, you. They are covered head to toe in like these black garments. Son of a bitch. Uh, and. You have no idea where they went? Well, presumably back to the temple. I would assume. So, with a harrowing fight, killing a lot of cultists, because that's These what... were bad people, right? Mm, you don't know. Probably. You don't know. Team bad. So have you ever close. known a good cultist, Yorkers? Um, sorry, Joey, of, of note, they, they did in fact disappear or teleport. They are not invisible or anything like that, correct? Uh, yeah, no, they are not invisible. You do not okay. see them. Okay, sorry. Someone should have grabbed her. With Charlie being so close to having another clue to who she is and where she comes from. I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> and with an odd reunion from somebody from your past, in a not so harrowing fight, more of like just a massacre on your guys's end or for them anyway that is where we are going to call it for tonight seems like a decent place to stop i loot the bodies yeah let's yeah, what, the, what they got, they got so, let me just let me also just say can we take their robes and shit because yeah I'm... yeah we want to be them well yeah. i think i kind you of emulated most you of their can robes. they are very burned Mm. Um, very yeah we they're very very well burned uh it would take a little while latos has mending it would take a little while because it's only like a square foot and you would take a while per cake but we have three days yeah yeah Yeah. we have a lot of downtime i have fabricate hell yeah we're gonna be anything interesting any gold any any non-flammable treasure uh, no, they didn't really have anything on them. They just had the robes and then themselves. They appear to have some neat little orbs. Can we get those? No. Oh. Cultists. Uh, yeah, they have, like, daggers. Um, How many daggers are we talking here? Talking, More like... Things to chuck at people. Probably two per cultist. <laughs> but they're, they're just regular old cheap daggers. And? 
Again, yeah. more things to chuck at people. Does Art does Artemis spot anything? I think the owl needs to roll investigation. All right. Well, oh good God, job. It's kind you of a guys. hobby for her. She likes throwing knives. We done it. Yeah. You done did it. You done, done diddly did, do did do it. All right. Anyhow. Good game, you guys. You did a good job and killed a lot of people. Oh, so let's so. be real here. Like, you ever get up out of bed, like, in the middle of the night to go get a drink of water, and you just have, like, a blanket dra draped around you? At that no. point, would you go, am I, or I'm dressed now? Yeah, so... I'm a butt-ass naked. <laughs> How desperate am I? <laughs> oh, God, I didn't think the D&D &D would turn into, like, Conversation a debate about on the what metaphysical clothing. properties of pants. <laughs> yeah. All right. I believe we were going back to Yarkris and his yes. endeavors. Subtitle of the episode, Conversations About the Metaphysical Properties of Pants. That's too long. All right, Yarkris, what are you trying to do?